Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, to the east side this week on Urban Spelunking, brought to you by Midwest Stairs and Iron, we're talking about a church uh, on the east side, Bobby, that has not one but two saints in the title, <laughs> in the name. It was actually just sold, too, and has a, a redevelopment coming to this uh, this church site. But this goes way back to 1892, Bobby, uh, the St. Peter and Paul Parish on Kramer and Bradford. Yeah, so the church was built in 1892 um, on the Upper East Side, as the Upper East Side was really booming in population. Mm-hmm. Um, and the church is not currently for sale, but the 1912 schoolhouse next to it is for sale. Um, there's a couple of other buildings on the property, too. There's a convent, which may come up for sale soon. Um and there's a parish house and there's a, a newer school building and those are not for sale. So it's just this 1912 beautiful Romanesque building that's for sale. Got it. And the, and the, the search for the buyer took a little bit of time, but they found a, a buyer and they've got a plan to redevelop this school into housing for the east side, the Upper East Side community. Yeah, there's eight classrooms in the building and they're pretty easily divided into two sort of studio apartments or a mix of studio and small one bedroom apartments um, because the classrooms are nicely laid out that they can really convert them pretty easily. Um, so that's going to be great. And then upstairs in the attic, it's got this beautiful old, really high ceilinged attic with views that look over the houses in the neighborhood. So you can actually see downtown from some of the windows. They're going to put some apartments up there as well. And then there's a giant auditorium and cafeteria space below the auditorium that they're going to try to find um, renters for. And I think they're thinking an event space would be perfect for the auditorium and perhaps the lower space as well. Or maybe the lower space could become office space or a fitness center or a gym. I mean, there's all sorts of uh, ideas they have for the lower level. They're just looking at the moment they're looking for partners to help make those things happen. And again, we're on the east side here, right around Kramer and Bradford. And I recognized the pictures right away when, when, when I looked at your article, Bobby. And I think a lot of listeners would recognize it too if you just saw the picture. Uh, because this is a pretty recognizable, it's a big, pretty big footprint that these buildings have on, on the east side. Yeah, they almost fill up the entire square block. They're, I mean, they have pretty much all of the Murray Avenue side of the block. And they have about half of the Kramer side than the other the southern half of the Kramer side has some houses on it. So what's the timeline for this redevelopment? Well, they're hoping to close on the sale soon. They have all their paperwork and uh, they have a contract signed and all that. And then they're going to start work uh, hopefully by summer. And they hope to have it done by next summer or fall. Well, when you were doing the research in this story, we, we always talk about falling down the rabbit hole of history. And you, you really did dig into um, the the real roots of this Catholic church on the East side. And it just so happened that the, the oldest Catholic chapel in Milwaukee had a, had a little stint on the same land here as it, as it moved around. And and this is one of those rare stories where you talk about a building moving, uh, not to just one location, but four different times. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. This was built in eight, the chapel called St. Peter's church was, um, built as the first Catholic church in the city of Milwaukee. It was on the East side of downtown. Um, and it ended up moving to Kramer street first and then to Murray around the corner. And then it moved to St. Francis and then it moved to its current location, which we can tell you about in the second half. All right. We're going to dig into that history next on urban spelunking. Has your car been hibernating in your garage all winter? Donate it to Radio Milwaukee. 
running or not, your car, truck, or even boat can support this podcast. Go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your pickup. Did you know that the majority of 88.9's work is funded by members? That's why we can bring you such diverse programming through music, stories, and this podcast. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to become a member today. And we're back at Saints Peter and Paul School and Church on Milwaukee's east side. This is a Catholic uh, church and school that the school portion was just sold. We talked about the redevelopment uh, happening there to this 1912 school building. But the uh, the history of of this church goes back a little bit further. And then even, as we mentioned in the, in the tease, Bobby, way, way before that, a chapel, the oldest Catholic chapel in Milwaukee, was on this site for a time as well. Yeah, and you know what? I almost missed it. <laughs> I got to tell you because there was just in, when I was looking at the history of this um, this parish, there was just a reference, kind of a one line aside, saying that while the church was being built, um, there was a chapel on the corner that was used by the parish for worship. You know, until the big church was done. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'll put that in the story. But then I thought, you know, I should see, it says it was on the corner and the church is on the corner. So I should see which corner the chapel was on because people are going to ask. Right. And I want to know. Getting ahead of the questions, right? Yeah. So um, I looked on the old sandboard map and the chapel wasn't actually on the corner. The chapel was next to where they built the church, where the school is that we're talking about. So I thought, well, I got to find out some more about this chapel. And um, I found some reference to the fact that it had been moved from downtown which led me to find that it was actually the first Catholic church built in the city on the northwest corner of State um, and Jackson. This is the, ch- this is the we- chapel we're talking about. Yeah, this is the chapel. Got it. And um, it's just a small sort of wood frame church. And uh, when they built St. John's on Cathedral Square, a block south, they stopped using this chapel and they were going to tear it down. But um, a Monsignor wanted to save it. So he raised $10,000 and bought it. And then lived in it in his house. Oh, really? As his house, as yeah, as his house for a while. Um, and then some developers bought that piece of land from the archdiocese, um, and were going to tear down the church to build a row of houses there. So then he decided again he wanted to save it. So because there was this new parish that was uh, being built on the east side, and they needed a chapel. They put the thing on rollers, oh, really? wow. <laughs> the entire building, and they rolled it up to the east side. Um, and it was used as this chapel. And it stayed there until 1912, when it had to be moved because they were going to build the school building. And so they moved it around the corner to land um, that was donated by a parishioner. And it sat there. I suppose you already moved it a, you know, twice at this point, right? Yeah, an interest, and yeah, and so then it was moved. I, the newspapers did not say how it was moved that time. Okay. But then in the 30s, it was moved to St. Francis, to the grounds of the St. Francis Seminary. And that time, they actually took it apart and reassembled it because the contractors had said it would have been too difficult to try and move it as a whole. Wow. But then interestingly enough, like, you know, in the 1950s, it was donated again to Old World Wisconsin, where it was moved. And if you go to Old World Wisconsin today, that church is there. That church that's at Old World Wisconsin is the original Catholic church in Milwaukee that sat on four different sites. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, four four different sites in Milwaukee before it moved out to, to Old World Wisconsin. And I thought, I almost missed this. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I hadn't, like, if I, I kind of hadn't 
had that, you know, question of just like, where the heck was this chapel? Just because I wanted to sort of, you know, had that question off at the pass. I never would have dug deeper into the chapel because it didn't seem like there was anything. I mean, the chapel was just the chapel. It was just this thing they worshipped in until they built the church. The church is the story, right? You know, the church and its school. But it turned out really the whole time, I mean, not that the rest of this is not interesting, but like this, this most sort of interesting fact was always just sort of, you know, mentioned in passing at best. It was kind of hard to verify some of this stuff because even at the archdiocese, they some of the details were a little sketchy. Yeah. So the, the woman I talked to there, who's always great, gets me these great photos and information whenever I need it. She knew that the chapel had been moved from downtown to um, Kramer Street, okay. but she wasn't even sure that it was the sa- that it was that original church. So that led me into the old newspapers, which thankfully covered it every time it moved. So like I could say, OK, with um, certainty, you know, because of the newspaper, I could say it was put on rollers and it was that church and brought to Kramer Street. And then the next time it moved around the corner, they, you know, the, it was written about. So they said that original church that came from downtown is now being moved around the corner. Whenever you got these these stories of these buildings moving way back when, it always kind of blows my mind. Uh, you know, especially when you talk about disassembling the whole the whole chapel and then reassembling it at a different location. I mean, I have a hard enough time like taking apart a piece of like IKEA furniture <laughs> and moving it somewhere. I can't imagine doing that with a full building. And I, I think back to uh, what was that one house we visited that uh, in Tosa that was on a truck bed and it was moving. So this still happened. Oh, the log cabin. Yeah, the log, the log cabin. cabin. And, it's, and it's funny that you mentioned that because the architects and developers who are doing the conversion of this schoolhouse are the same people who bought that log no cabin. No way. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you not know that? I did not. I missed that. See, I missed that's, that detail. That's funny. Yeah, that's in the story, but it's just sort of, again, it's just sort of in passing. But isn't that interesting that the, the movers – uh, of buildings are you know involved in this story that involves the moving of buildings. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's that's like meta on three different levels there. How interesting! But it's always so funny to me that, like you said, it's always I'm always amazed at the idea of moving a building from one place to another, and like whenever that's in a story, I feel like that's like a, a something that people love to latch onto. Like just the idea of it seems so atypical, although it used to happen all the time. But what's so what's amazing to me is you multiply that by four. In yeah, because this, this building was moved four times. So, what's it like inside? You got to, you, you actually got to go inside, and it looks like you got lots of great pictures. And what's it what's it like there now? So, the school is really nice. It's beautiful. It's got these, you know, it's a 1912 school. But what's interesting is it was designed in a style that was already sort of out of date. So, um, it looks more like an 1880s, maybe early 1890s schoolhouse. Okay. Um, with these Romanesque details, but it's also got some quirky Gothic stuff in it, like this big rose window. Mm. above the entrance um it's got beautiful hardwood floors the classrooms are like like always in these old buildings that just have huge windows like almost almost floor to ceiling windows so there's tons of light in the classrooms the um the auditorium is really cool it's up in the up in the balcony it's still got its original um iron and wood seats oh yes yeah that that really you wouldn't want to sit in them but they're good to look at (laughs) right Definitely takes you yeah, back. Yeah, so I mean, it's a really, yeah, it's a really beautiful building. And what I loved is when I posted the story on Facebook, just tons and tons and tons and tons of people remembered going to seeing uh, rock and roll bands in the auditorium during CYO dances in the '60s. They remembered going to school there. They remembered, you know, their mom working the fish fry in the cafeteria in the basement. Just all this great kind of like neighborhood life stuff that goes on in these kinds of buildings, which is what makes them so 
so lovable to us, right? Yeah. So to be clear, the the church itself is staying put. No, no changes there. The church is staying put. Right. No changes. But the other buildings that are associated, like you said, the old convent and school, that's part of this redevelopment. Well, no, the the school is part of the redevelopment now. Although the people who are doing that are considering buying the convent uh, when it is presumably going to be put up for sale Got later it. this year. There are still some nuns living there, but they are moving out to that new um, residential development at Mount Mary College. Okay, um, and then the building will be vacant, and the it seems that the church is going to look to sell it at that point. Well, as always, some really great pictures from the inside. You can find those at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And while you're there, um, we're talking about another redevelopment that's coming to the uh, central part of Milwaukee around 32nd and Center next week on Urban Spelunking. So this this uh, redevelopment is kind of a theme right now over the next two episodes. So if you don't subscribe already, make sure you subscribe, follow Urban Spelunking, get those episodes delivered right to you. You can always find them and, and links to Bobby's stories as well, which includes those amazing pictures at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. You can also click on the, the info button wherever you're listening right now and, and get a link to Bobby's story. We always make sure to put those in there. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership from On Milwaukee and from Midwest Stairs and Iron. As we mentioned, please subscribe and rate and review the podcast. It always helps us out a ton. And make sure you check back next week for more stories of redevelopment, Bobby. Where are we going next week? We are going to the old Briggs and Stratton West plant on 32nd and Center. Very cool. Stay tuned for more Urban Spelunking. Bobby, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.